I'm gonna share with you the four things that you need to include in your dispensary SEO strategy so that you can rank number one on Google and make more money. Let's hop right into it. So the first thing that you're gonna to wanna to take into consideration is something called technical SEO. The second one is then on page. The third one is then off page. And the fourth one is then local SEO. So I'm gonna go ahead and touch on all four of these things in this video, but then in later videos, I'm gonna go into much more detail on how you can optimize specifically on these four things. But as a beginning, you need to go ahead and make sure you at least understand the fundamentals of technical, on-page, off-page, and local SEO. So there's a lot of things to take into consideration for technical SEO, but there are five main points that I wanna outline in this video. So the first one has to do with page loading speed. So this is essentially how fast does your website load and what are the things that we can do to help improve it. The second one is then crawlability and indexing. Crawlability. <laughs> and indexing. The third one is then site architecture and URL structure. Don't worry, I'm going to explain these in a second. The fourth one is then technical markup and schema. And then the fifth one is website security and SSL certificate. First things first, when we take into consideration page loading speed, that's essentially how fast does your website load. So you know when you go on your website and it has a little circle uh, loading button and you end up clicking off the website because you don't wanna wait for the website to uh, load so long. So what Google takes in cons into consideration when ranking your website is your page loading speed. So if you have a faster speed, then it's good because then your customers will be able to visit your website better. Not only does this have a better effect on conversion, but Google takes this into consideration when wanting to rank your website higher. So you can go to websites like PageSpeed Insights, like if you just Google PageSpeed Insights, you can go ahead and look at both your mobile site speed and your desktop site speed. It will give you some actionable insights on what you can do to help improve your website. And the better that you can get your page loading speed, the better Google will like you, and that means you're gonna rank higher. The next one is in crawlability and indexing. So this is a big one, but essentially if you take into consideration Google as a database, right? So Google is a database and it has all of these different websites inside the database. When you think about it, if you are outside of this database with all of these O's, let's say, you are not inside Google's database. So the problem is, is that when you're outside Google's database, this is big G, when you're outside Google's database, you don't even exist in Google's eyes. So no matter what you do, no matter if you have the fastest loading speed time, no matter if you have the prettiest website, no matter if you have all the testimonials and everything like that, if you do not have your website indexed by Google, then none of this matters because then Google doesn't even acknowledge your website exists in the first place. It's like if you had a book with 100 million pages and there's a few pages not in there, no matter how well you look, no matter how well written those pages are, if those pages aren't included in the book, then your website doesn't matter. So you're gonna to wanna to make sure that your website gets indexed by Google. Crawlability, all crawlability means is that is your website able to be found by Google? So they have these things called spiders that go ahead and crawl the website and go look at different pages and then what happens is that your page then gets indexed. Once it gets indexed, Google acknowledges that your page indeed is worthy of being inside their database. And then once that happens, then you can start ranking online on Google's database. The next one is site and URL structure. Honestly, this kind of falls into on-page SEO as well, but the URL structure is super important. So if you look at your website, you probably have different things like backslash, 
home, backslash about, backslash shop. And for the purposes of your website, honestly, you probably don't need to worry about this too much unless you have your SEO menus. And the, the thing with SEO menus is that it allows your website to get crawled with all the different products that you have online. So you might be looking at like Dutchy, iHeartJane, all of these different softwares have their SEO menu that allow Google to crawl the different products online. So when you go and you see, ah, this company is allowing us to have SEO optimized menu, what does that mean? It means that we can have all of these products online. So before you had something called an iframe embed and an iframe embed, all that was is that it just, it was a piece of code that sat on your website, but the URL structure didn't change. The back end of your website was still a backslash shop. And the problem is, is that when it's just backslash shop, no matter what is inside this website, none of this really matters whatsoever. So what then happens is that with these cool SEO menus is that you can then go ahead and then have backslash OG Kush, backslash, I don't know, sugar bomb or something like that, right? Whatever different products are available. And then these can then get crawled and indexed back with Google. So this is something that you wanna take into consideration is a URL structure. Because a bad URL structure means you would have like a string of words like one, two, A, B, C, one, two, five. This is not a good URL structure because it doesn't show Google what's going on with the URL. But if it's backslash shop, it means that this page is more likely than not associated with shopping. Another thing to take into consideration is something called schema. And honestly, it's a little bit tricky to kind of explain this in more simple terms, but what a schema does, it shows Google essentially what your website is about. So there's different types of schema. There's organizational schema, there's 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 e-commerce schema, there's a lot of different things. What schema does is essentially you should imagine a restaurant, but the restaurant doesn't have any menu. So the customers enter, they have no idea what the dishes are available, they don't know the ingredients used, they don't know the pricing. It's just you're in a restaurant. You know that you can eat, but you're not exactly sure if it's a Chinese restaurant, if it's a burger place, if it's an Italian place, it's, if it's a Korean, like whatever it is, uh, and you don't really know. So what a schema does is when you install a schema on your website, it allows Google to understand what your website is about. So again, you can go ahead and Google schema implementation. And if you go on YouTube, you can find a lot of schema implementation help. Again, very technical for this video, but this is something that you need to take into consideration. And last but not least is your website security and SSL. If you look at your website right now, you'll probably see this is your, your website, www.site.com. And if you're on Google, you'll probably see a little padlock here. And this padlock sometimes is locked and sometimes it's unlocked. And when it's unlocked, it shows as red. If it's red, it means the website is not secure. So you're going to need to get in touch with your hosting provider, install a plugin or something along those lines to ensure that your website padlock is locked and safe and secure. Luckily for you, in most cases, you should be okay, but this is something that you're gonna to wanna to take into consideration because what ends up happening is that if you go online and you have this padlock here, sometimes Google might say this website is dangerous. They may steal your information and we don't wanna move forward. So you're gonna be losing a bunch of traffic and then you're gonna lose a lot of trustworthiness. And if you lose trustworthiness, you're not gonna rank high on Google. Overall, we have your page loading speed, your crawlability and indexing, your site and URL structure, your schema, and then your website security and SSL. We just touched on technical SEO and now we're gonna focus on on-page SEO. So on-page SEO, it starts with good foundations of keyword research. 
The second one is then we wanna take into consideration metadata. And then the third one is we wanna take into consideration internal linking and outbound linking as well. Internal and external linking. And honestly, a good fourth one is just content itself. On-page SEO is exactly how it sounds, on-page. So anything to do inside your website has to do with on-page SEO. What we need to do first is we need to have proper keyword research. And I'm gonna do a video on the best keywords to rank for for dispensaries. But proper keyword research means is that if you run a dispensary, you're not trying to rank for best apples in California, right? That doesn't make any sense. You're not trying to rank for best plumber, best roofer, any of these other keywords. You wanna rank for your dispensary keywords. Because if the keyword research that we're doing is completely wrong and we're not trying to figure out what is the best way for us to figure out what keywords rank best online, then we're just going to do all the technical SEO, all the off-page SEO, all the local SEO, and it's going to be for nothing because we don't know exactly what keywords that we want to rank for. So we want to make sure that we have proper keyword research. The second one is that we need to take into consideration metadata. So you may or may not have heard of things like H1 tags, H2 tags, H3 tags, so on and so forth. I don't want to get too technical in this either, but when you take into consideration consideration on your website. If let's say you're on WordPress and you're using some sort of WordPress builder, you have an option to edit your H1 tags, your H2 tags, and your H3 tags. How I want you to view this is that your H1 tags, sorry, you also need your title tags. So the title tag is the thing that you actually name your page. So if you want to rank for Denver dispensary, right, your title tag will be Denver dispensary. Your H1 tag, again, can generally follow this title tag as well. So best dispensary in Denver. And these could in general be the same. There's not too much difference between the two. Your H2 tags are going to be like chapters in a book. So you want to make sure that your H2 tags are following along the different things that you're trying to rank for. So for example, if you're having a page where you're talking about accessories, right? So let's just say this is your accessories page, right? And in the accessories page, you have things like bongs, vapes, t-shirts, pipes, whatever it is. Your main title up here would be something along the lines of Denver Canna Dispensary Accessories. And that could be your title tag and your H1 tag. These then would be your H2 tags because these are like the chapters in the book. These are the main categories that you're trying to touch on. And you can have as many of these as you want, as long as these make sense in relation to the title of what you have going on right here. Because your H1 tag typically is going to be, you're only going to have one H1 tag on your website. So you're going to want to take into consideration that you're going to have one H1 tag and your H2 tags are going to be chapters. And then your H3 tags are just going to be sub chapters of that. So if you have bongs, your H3 tags can be different types of products of bongs that you have on there. And then you can talk about the bong. So bong one is an H3 tag. Bong two is an H3 tag. Bong three is an H3 tag. And then you can have a little paragraph underneath it kind of talking about the different bongs that you have. So that is your metadata. Again, in a nutshell, I will touch on all of this in future videos, but there's a lot to go over, but I want to make sure that we can give you an overview of the four things about SEO in very good detail. The third one is internal and external linking. So if you have your website and you have a bunch of content written on your website, and let's say you have some awards that you have, you can link out. So this is your website, this is you, and then this could be other. 
And what you can then do is that the content specifically on your website, you can then link out. So you would hyperlink maybe, I won an award from the best whatever it is in Denver, right? So we're gonna go here and say, thank you to Denver Award Company for giving me this award. And then you link out. So what this does, it ties your brand to another brand and Google likes that and again, don't wanna go into too much detail, but when you externally link to other websites, it ties your brand with other websites, and that's a good thing, as long as you're tying yourself to reputable brands. You can also do internal linking, and what internal linking is that on your website, you have a series of pages, right? Shop page, blog pages, what's the difference between THC and CBD, whatever it is. What you can do is you can also link to other pages inside your own website as well. And what this does, it ties your entire website together like a web. And when you go ahead and do internal linking, the SEO power that you get from other pages also gets shared to other pages. And this helps the crawlability and index of your website because Google can be like, okay, this page is connected to this page. This page is connected to this page. And what you do is you need to uh, connect relevant information with each other. So if you say, welcome, we're the best dispensary in Denver, a little bit about us is that we do this. And then the about us content can then link to your actual about us page. So when you do internal linking and when you do external linking, these things kind of tie your website together. And again, it is technically technical technical SEO, but you're gonna be doing all of this anyway. So whatever category that we categorize in this, doesn't really matter. These are the things that you need to make sure you take into consideration. And then the last one is then content. So again, on your website, you're gonna have X amount of content with words on your website, right? You're gonna have X words. And the way Google works is Google then, what Google does is all Google does, it takes a query, a written query from a customer, and then it populates the results of what it thinks is most relevant to the search. Now it takes all of these things into consideration, but it also takes the number of words, the types of words on your website. So if you run a website and you run a dispensary and all you do is talk about how great you're a plumber and how you like art and you know how you like going on road trips and stuff like that, Google's gonna be like, what the heck? This website is not about cannabis. There are no words about cannabis. There's nothing going on. So I'm not gonna rank this website for anything cannabis related because somebody here typed in cannabis. So Google crawls your website. It sees the words that are on your website. It looks at all of the metadata, it looks at all the internal linking, and it says, hey, based on all of these considerations, does this query relate most to any of these different ranking points? So what's gonna happen is that you need to make sure you have a certain number of words, and you need to make sure you have a specific keywords inside the actual page itself, so that you can go ahead and also rank higher. The next thing is then off-page SEO. And as you can imagine, this is everything to do that happens off your website. So this is how Google sees you from an outside perspective. Now, I want you to view off-page SEO closer to like a popularity contest. For off-page SEO, when you look at the things that are off the page, the reason why I say think about it as a popularity contest is because off-page is essentially how does Google see your website based on everything else on the internet? For example, if you look at The Rock or Kevin Hart or whatever superstar celebrity that you wanna idolize and look at now, doesn't really matter, look at some celebrity. The celebrity can give endorsements to different people. So The Rock can give an endorsement to his tequila brand, Terramana. Conor McGregor can give a shout out to his whiskey brand, Proper 12. 
something like that. And the thing is, is that maybe or maybe not their tequila and their alcohol is very good. But the fact that The Rock is able to endorse and say, hey, I own this brand. This brand means that people will go ahead and buy it because the brand is good. So in a similar sense, the more popularity you have with your website outside of your website, the more Google will rank you better because everyone else is saying you're good. So if everyone else says you're good, more than likely than not, Google's like, okay, if everyone else says that you're good, that means that I'm gonna go ahead and rank you better because you are actually good. Now, how do we go about showing that we're good? Well, there's a few things that we can do. The first one that we can do is just generate reviews. We know that we wanna generate as many reviews as possible. So if you generate reviews on Google, and not only on Google, you can generate reviews on Yelp, on Bing, on Apple Maps, on all of these other platforms, the more reviews you have over the, the, the internet itself, the more Google will be like, okay, this website absolutely rocks. Everyone is giving them reviews, so we're gonna end up ranking you higher. Because Google looks at the totality of the internet. It's not just on Google. Yes, it, they probably take their uh, metrics on their side more into consideration, but that doesn't mean if you get reviews from somewhere else, it's going to be a bad thing. Google aggregates reviews across the internet, and the better reviews that you can have, the better it's gonna be for you. The next thing that you can do is do something called link building. And link building is the mystery of SEO, let's say. Link building is a thing where people say, hey, if you could drive as many links to your website as possible, you can go ahead and rank better. The problem is for link building is that I can't just go buy a domain and just say, hey, I'm gonna link to my website and say that it's gonna rank well. No, 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 no. Uh, just like how if I get an endorsement from The Rock versus I get an endorsement from person down the street, if The Rock shouts out Cannabis Marketing, we're gonna to go to the moon. If somebody on the street shouts out Cannabis Marketing, ah, probably not going to the moon, at least not right now. So what we want to do is generate as many links to our website as possible, but we want high quality links, right? We don't want bad links. You can't just buy a domain and link back to your website. That's not how it works. You wanna get high quality links. The way that links are high quality is that maybe they have high traffic driven to them. Maybe they have other links, like a little link Ponzi scheme, <laughs> linking to their website saying, hey, this link is good, so then this link is good as well. So you know when uh, music and artists do features so they can benefit off of each other because one person can shout out the other person, that person can then shout out the other person and then you can continue building as many links as possible. Another thing that you can do is build out directories. And these are just like listings like, again, Yelp, Apple Maps, Bing, Yellow Pages, all of these directories that you can go ahead and build out may or may not necessarily direct traffic specifically to you, but you can go ahead and build out these platforms itself. Again, if you have like a Weed Maps account, account and a Leafly account, I'm not saying that you have to go ahead and pay for them, but if you're on the Weed Maps directory and if you're on the Leafly directory, again, it provides relevance towards what Google is potentially going to show to their customers because Weed Maps is a cannabis directory. If your website is on Weed Maps, you have a high likelihood to also be a cannabis store or at least provide some sort of cannabis product. So you wanna go ahead and send out the directory as well. Next one is PR, press releases goes without saying, you have a lot of PR, whether you run events and stuff like that, it goes all over the internet, whether it's newspapers, newsletters, local news stations, whatever it is. If you get PR, you get eyeballs on you, you get more attention, the more PR, the higher you'll rank. Even if it's bad PR, really, I, I think 
like you know no pr is bad pr is all pr is good pr something along those lines so what ends up happening is that the more uh views and stuff that you get via pr google will be like okay this may or may not be a relevant dispensary or a relevant listing so we're going to show and rank you up higher and then the last one is also guest blogging so guest blogging is probably between pr and guest blogging these are probably two of the main ways that you go ahead and drive links to your website. So guest blogging is that, let's say you have a special expertise and you go on a podcast or you write for an expert panel or you do any of these things and you write for these guest posts and then you can link back to your website. What happens when you link to your website is then you drive more links and then you end up ranking higher. So by doing PR, newspapers, newsletters, or you go to Newswire and you launch PR releases, you have a grand opening, whatever it is. Is, and then you have guest blogging, you can go ahead and drive some links to your website as well. And then slightly off page is social media. At least build out your social media profiles. I know in cannabis, there's a lot of restrictions and stuff around that, but building out your social media profile, again, building out the totality of your brand online is gonna help you rank higher because these are all the off page signals that, you're, that Google's taking into consideration so that you can go ahead and rank higher. So last but definitely not least is local SEO. So local SEO pretty much follows your GBP or your Google Business Places listing. Unlike the list before, I'm going to hopefully commit by memory exactly what a GBP listing looks like and we will go. I don't know the little icons, so you're gonna have to bear with me here. Phone, directions, and share or something like that. And then it has info here and then it has description at the bottom, something along these lines this is your GBP listing right so these are photos this is your GBP listing and this is local SEO so this is how people typically find you for the near me searches and when people type in dispensary near me cannabis store near me these are the things that you want to start optimizing for so there's a few things that you need to take into consideration when optimizing for local SEO so optimizing for local SEO isn't really any different from optimizing from your any social media accounts making sure you fill in descriptions making sure you put your website and put all the information up there and making sure it's all up to date and correct. However, there, there's a few caveats. So one of the main things when it comes to local SEO has to do with the distance the search is towards the person that's searching. If you go in and you type in dispensary near me and you're inside your store, you should be ranking number one because you're literally inside your store. It doesn't matter how far you are. If there's another dispensary 50 miles away, it doesn't matter how optimized that profile is. If there are a number of dispensaries, so let's say this is a map of something and your dispensary is located here and then you have a bunch of other dispensaries located here and then this is me i am here <laughs> and you're located here and then this is where all the other dispensaries are if i type in dispensary near me literally the name of the search there's store one store two store three store four and store five and you're all the way down there so the caveat to everything that i'm going to say is that no matter what i say is that if you are not within a relevant proximity towards the customer that's searching then it really doesn't matter however what does matter is that when we do these optimizations is that let's say this is the bubble where people can find you right here uh, maybe if we do these optimizations, your bubble then increases to out here. Instead of near me searches going to this guy, 
the fifth search might be here because of how well optimized this profile is. And so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a look again at an overview of this. I actually have numerous videos on optimizing this, but with this cool whiteboard, I can go into much more detail and show you and be much more engaging and exactly walk you through everything that's going on. The way this works is that you have your photos. So one, you're gonna to wanna to make sure that your photos are up to date. You have a number of photos. If you go look at the number one listings on Google, typically a lot of them have the majority of photos. They're up to date. They're not photos from 2019 pre-COVID of your old store or anything like that. You wanna go ahead and get your photos. The next one is you wanna make sure you link your website here, right? Link your website to your Google Business Places profile. You wanna link your phone number, and then obviously the directions will populate because that's exactly what's there too. The next one is that you wanna get as many reviews because the reviews sit here, right? So the info, it shows reviews, so on and so forth on the reviews of your store. So you wanna make sure you generate as many reviews as possible, right? But you wanna make sure a lot of reviews, but then you also wanna make sure it's consistent because if your reviews are not consistent, then that just means you made your customers happy once and then your new customers are not happy anymore. So you wanna make sure you consistently get as many reviews as possible. And then down here, you're given, I think 180 characters or something like that of words that you can go ahead and type in your description. So this is really the only piece where you can write anything that you want. And before we were talking about on-page SEO. So you wanna make sure if you do your proper keyword research, you type in the proper keywords that you wanna start ranking for in this description as well, because this is super, super important. Along with optimizing your profile itself, you have your off-page factors, right? And this is kind of what I spoke about previously. So your off-page factors are like citations and directory listings. And we spoke about this, Yelp, Yellow Pages, Bing, Weed Maps, Leafly, so on and so forth. By building out these citations, what you do is you provide more confidence that the information you have here is up to date and correct. Because what you have here is you also have your hours, right? Hours, phone, directions, and everything like that. If these hours are wrong, you typically don't blame the business. You're gonna blame Google. And Google has been striving to make sure that they can provide the best service for their customers. They wanna make sure that this information is trustworthy. It's always gonna be up to date and correct. Because if this Google listing was always wrong, then people would be like, ah, well, I'm not even going to pay attention to the listing. Why am I going to Google things in the first place? The way Google takes into consideration if this information is up to date and accurate is when you build out these citations, because in these citations, you can build out the name, right? The address and the phone number otherwise known as NAP, name, address, phone number. So when you build out these citations, you wanna make sure this information is always up to date and correct, and I would also include your hours. So when you include your hours, Google's like, okay, if 100 different directory listings have the up-to-date hours that are saying the exact same thing as this GBP, what is the likelihood that this is going to be up-to-date and correct? Very high. So what ends up happening, the more citations you build out, the more Google trusts you, and the better that you're going to want, that, that you're going to rank. So by optimizing your GBP profile and by building some citations and by getting reviews, this is the main strategy on how you can rank your website higher. Because if you have more reviews, you have more citations, your description is better optimized, you have more photos, uh, your website is properly optimized and linked to the profile. All of these things are going to play into how Google trusts your website specifically, and they're going to end up ranking you higher.
So if you like that video and you like me touching on technical SEO, off-page SEO, local SEO, and on-page SEO, feel free to go to cannabudmarketing.com backslash schedule where you can have a free one-on-one -on -one session directly with me and I can give you much more contextual information about your business and I can take you to the next level so that we can rank you higher on Google. Until next time, see you. Bye.